This is a lit match production. Ooh, ah, that's hot. Oh, I would like to make a personal note. But like I have. to like tell a I like what's when I'm gossip girl is like I like lean in to like tell the hot secret uh to you and our treasured listeners our treasured listeners hello listeners I have a new microphone can you tell hey upper east siders hey upper east siders what a stupid love- show shut up <laughs> shut up I literally was about to say how much I love gossip girl it, because it is a stupid show um <laughs> Gossip Girl is a stupid show. The book had incredible um, amounts of sex in it. Like, I, like absurd amounts of were sex in it. taken out of libraries because they were a couple of years older than me, Amazing. but I did get to read the Click series, which was Click like was the, a couple years younger mm-hmm. and was less sexy, but incredibly scandalous drama. <laughs> Gossip Girl... I mean... I love Gossip Girl. I, I read a few of the books and then the show came out um jordan i did read some sexy ya lit though i love sexy ya lit because i was a sexy ya (laughs) can i actually here's okay here's what i want to start our podcast with um one jordan was like you got to watch gossip girl at the beginning Uh, of quarantine and i was like yes and i watched like a season and a half in an afternoon and cried the entire time because it's just beautiful shots of New York and was losing my mind. It was that it was that period of quarantine where every time I saw a movie and or a show that featured the Chrysler building, I fucking lost it. <laughs> and that's all. I can literally see the Empire State Building from my kitchen window and was like, go, it's so far away. <laughs> but now it's better. I watched all of Gossip Girl uh, fall of junior year at uh, Nicole's request, and it was really something special. <laughs> we had a great time. Junior year. That was a, spe- a special fall. Junior year will get you. Junior year will get you. That's what they say. XOXO Gossip Girl. XOXO Gossip Girl. That's, um... Oh, this is... that's uh, that, Wait, I'm going to... Uh-huh. introduce myself because I saw a tweet and it's going to lead into my oh, uh, Gossip Girl joke excellently. <laughs> so um, I guess we're doing this. Hi, my name is Haley. I use they, them pronouns. Uh, I'm <laughs> I guess an avid girl. Go- you don't go- have to <laughs> lead. You're, le- you're still doing it. <laughs> I can't help myself from leaning into the microphone and I may be a canceled man in some circles. <laughs> Might as well embrace it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Um, hi, my name is Jay. I use they, them pronouns. <laughs> You're such a shit. What is your problem? <laughs> I just, like, flub, flub my way through that, and you sound so composed. It's because I'm reading off of a, of a, a note on my phone. Uh-huh. 
Uh, I like doing this on the floor. Good. You look great. Um, my name is Jay. I use they, them pronouns. I came out as bisexual at the age of 17. I'm non-binary and trans. And to people who say sexual orientation is a choice, I say I choose violence. <laughs> Good. I wish I could get Artie to come meow into the mic. That's my Artie She's impression. Asleep. She's asleep. I wish I was asleep. It takes uh, takes a lot to be that violent. It's true. I was awake from 2 o'clock this morning until 5.30. Not a great day. Not a, no. not a great afternoon. I've been hitting that, that uh, uh, waking up at like 2 or 3 and being up to like 5 or 6 so that you just suffer from like 6 to 7 <sighs> um, or 7 to 8 or whatever. Like just that hour before you have to get up is when you get to actually sleep. <laughs> uh, yep. So you just suffer uh and i'm so exhausted <laughs> i'm so i'm so exhausted i i woke up at two i took sleeping pills last night and i don't know if it's that i've been starving myself for the last week but uh i think the pills just like passed right through me and didn't actually do anything so i woke up at two and was like awake and i was just awake and then it was like four o'clock and i was like i don't want to look at my phone I literally got out of bed, stood at the edge of, uh, like, my living room, which is just one big room, and was like, okay, what do I need right now? How am I going to fall back asleep right now? And I was like, I kind of want to watch TV, but that's going to make it worse. I don't want to turn my phone back on. That's going to make it worse. So I pulled out a, a short story collection and was reading, and I'm like, am I depressed because I'm reading Don DeLillo at 4 a.m. on a Monday morning, or is this because I'm depressed or is this making me depressed? And I was like, both. I think it's both. I think it's both. Um, this is episode 20, which is like a crazy... Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. That's... I... I don't... I try not to do stuff in the middle of the night because I know that there's no turning back mm -hmm. then and I don't want to encourage it but then you're also in that weird like purgatory of like I'm gonna you know I have a an analog clock in my room uh for that purpose so I cannot watch the minutes go by uh, yeah um I don't look at my phone or I try really hard not to. I, like, don't get up and do anything. I just, like, lay there and try and, like, chill. Um, but, like, that, uh, you know, oftentimes, like, you know, doing that will, like, make my makes my stomach hurt because my body is a nightmare. Um, but, like, it's just so long and hours and hours go by. But if there was a while, every couple of years I'll get into something where, like, the the chunk of time will be from like three to five or yeah. um there was a while where I was just waking up around 4 30 um and I would just get up at five and I'm not a get up at five person at all but because I only do it every couple of years I end up doing crazy <laughs> shit I was making jam um one summer I was making jam at five in the morning um <laughs> I was, um, 
there was a summer that I uh, painted a room before my job at five in the morning. Uh, and I was listening to the dinosaur at 5 a.m. And they would do stuff like play Jungle Boogie. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I uh, just painting my accent wall in my Tupper apartment. I just told you this story related to this exact same conversation, but I was uh, trying to uh, <laughs> woo a waiter at a, a local restaurant and bar. Uh, and so they, you know, they got off the shift at two or three or whatever, and they would party until four or five or six or whatever. And so I would text him when I was manically awake at five in the morning and be like, sup? <laughs> and because I would vacuum, what I would do is I would vacuum and listen to opera because I was living in um, the house in Syracuse by myself for most, most of most summers that I was there. And this is the summer. Um, Post, post-heartbreak, pre-senior year, shaved head, absolutely out of control, drinking wildly every night, not tipping as much as I should have, which is like my only real regret from the summer, um, is that these poor boys were so nice to me and I did not leave them any extra money. Uh, but yeah, the, the one time where he was like, cool, I'm also up, you should come over. I was like, fuck yes. And then I literally got halfway. I walked like three quarters of a mile. Uh, and then he texted me. It was like, I'm going to sleep. Actually, never mind. And I was like, God damn it. This is so unfair. And then I would just like go home and like wallow in self-pity until I had to go to my job at 10 a.m. <laughs> ah, That's all. Not, not sleeping makes me crazy. I was so, I was insane this morning. I felt horrible this morning. I just... I had I'm so you I'm so used to just never sleeping. Um oh man, I love this story. I um before one of my it might have been the first concert I I put on as a teacher. I think it was my first like winter concert. Um I like went home and I changed and um I like I don't know, put on whatever like cute holiday sweater and like nice pants and like red lipstick because it was Christmas um and I was trying really hard to look professional and I come back and I'm like looking all cute and one of my kindergartners is like um I love her is like Miss S like you put makeup on like and I was like yeah Sydney I did like I put, like, red lipstick on. I wanted to look nice for the concert. Like, you changed your clothes, too. Cool. Um, and she was like, no, you put purple eyeshadow under your eyes. And I was like, <laughs> Kiss. no, sis, I'm just so tired. But thanks for saying I look pretty. My body is constantly ravaged by having good lip in it. Dude, I just, I have um, fallen into the trap of getting to know people <laughs> lately. And uh, it's tough because you can't control people's perceptions of you. And this is making me want to kill myself because I am going back and forth between like, I love my haircut. I feel like I've got really good vibes lately. Like, I'm really feeling this long-haired mask, like, 
like taking a lot of selfies and trying to find one that like looks as good as I feel and I'm feeling so cool and sexy and confident and then I will go into this this cycle this spiral where I'm like what if this random guy doesn't think my underwear is cute maybe I should buy new underwear and then I'm just like what (laughs) what or someone will call me someone will say something about me and I'll just be like that's not true at all (laughs) You don't even know me. And I'm like, trust me, you're all going to meet me and it's going to be all talk and no action because you're going to get within 100 yards of me and be like, oh my God, this fucking clown. And that's how I feel right now. Meeting people. I feel crazy. I feel insane. I feel like I'm desperate for attention and not getting the attention that I want. And it's making it worse because I'm getting some attention, but it doesn't feel good enough. And I feel like it, it's just, I like, I wrote some bad poetry while I was walking to the grocery store this morning to buy gum. <laughs> That's when I text you this morning being like, I'm going to be super emotional on our podcast today. <laughs> oh, that was something I feel Because I feel my... better now because I got the attention I was looking for. Good. this afternoon and it turned turned around my whole outlook which also made me want to kill myself so there's that it's fine what i really need is to be fucking railed and it's not gonna happen anytime soon so oh well <laughs> that's what happens when there's all this there's all this tension in your life and i like i'll spill my own personal garbage on the pod but not anyone else's um but like it's been a rough week emotionally and I feel like I've just been on the brink and I'm getting my first vaccine in two days today is April 12th so April 14th I'm getting my first vax and I literally can't stop crying about anything things are really bad it's really bad (laughs) you and you and me both are having a really tough time I uh also am doing extremely poorly <laughs> except i'm gonna be very quiet about it uh it's fine so i'll just keep shouting that's, well that's what i have to say from over here well, i was gonna say that like it's too bad uh that this is <laughs> that no one can see me because uh my <laughs> visual reactions to all of what you just said were ridiculous but i don't have a lot to say that's why we need to stream no. <laughs> Only then will I get the attention I really need. I refuse to be looked at. See, and this is like... This is part of my bad poetry, right? And this is episode 20. We're just we're just keeping it light, keeping it loosey-goosey. Checking in with each other and you all Are get to listen to it. keeping it light? Yeah. Has this been light? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel lately like I'm being looked at but not being seen you know and it sounds kind of tacky but it's no I want my immediate thought was like oh I'm gonna cry on the podcast today yeah so go ahead you're being looked at but you're not being seen I cried really hard on the last two episodes of the bible cast which will not release for six or seven weeks from now so everyone gets to listen to me cry uh, in like mid June, um, yeah, it's 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 like it's really hard to be people like us, and even when people are like listening, 
and being supportive and kind it's still like very lonely and you know I'm I am making choices to be with people and spending time with people in ways I mostly find valuable but uh in particular last night there was just like things going on that like really affected me in a way that felt really bad and I was just all of a sudden like huh and then I couldn't sleep at all and then I woke up this morning it was just like okay I was being a little dramatic being so upset last night um but it just it was this kind of come down to earth moment where like I'm trying really hard to participate and be understood and included and uh I don't know some of those people are are maybe listening and I don't mean it in a negative way it's like it just was a reminder that I am easy to give people other people control over how I feel and that's like been all of 2021 it's like feeling out of control because I can't dictate how other people feel and act. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Mm. I'll just blame it on being a Capricorn. I'll just, like, make a joke and then pour some shots and then not talk about it anymore. That's why I have a podcast. It's my fucking show. I can say what I want. There you go. Don't cancel me now. Um. It's only a matter of time. We are extremely bad <laughs> representation. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, uh, no, I was texting, had to, had to stick a wet arm out of the shower because I was thinking about the, uh, overlap and intersections of being like representation and presentation and being, and being seen and feeling seen, which are not often the same thing for people like us <laughs> um yeah because that's um <laughs> I recently lost a lot of people in my life which has been challenging for a number of reasons but I'm making noise right next to the microphone um but one of them I think I have been thinking about a lot recently is that uh, in that group of people I felt that, and I know for a fact that I said it on the podcast a bunch of times, uh, so I've spoken to this before, that I felt uh, seen and heard as uh, somebody who I actually was and who I wanted to be. Uh, no matter how I was presenting that day or, you know, representing myself. Uh, and that was not an experience I had ever had in a group of people before. Uh, so that's something I uh, am grieving specifically lately. Uh, grieving on the pod. Ha ha. Ha ha. Boo boo boo. Ha ha. Um, I'm doing so extremely badly. Uh, I'll say that who cares? I said it to you too. Like, 
I don't know, I'm doing really bad, but also, like, all of these things have happened to me before several times, just not all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and this isn't even the worst shit I've been through, so, like, fuck it, man. <laughs> not dead yet. Chaos reigns! God is dead. But I'm here now, so... Um. I am uh, coming at you live from the floor, but not in a fun bathroom whiskey way. <laughs> Just in a uh, on the floor way. I have a new microphone. Can you tell? I just stopped myself from doing podcast voice during Jay's a, a, today. a shock jack now. I am. Uh, oh, I would liberals. like to make a personal note. But like I have. <laughs> You You didn't even give me a chance to make a bit. (laughs) (laughs) No, also, like, who am I to say I would like to make a personal note? Like, I I wasn't just talking about my personal grief on this podcast. We have a personal note. I was trying Um, to be a shock jock, and you didn't even give me the chance. (laughs) nobody's <laughs> maybe one day when we have the air horn sound oh, oh my uh, God. recently a couple uh, friends have asked me uh, whether I prefer to go by Haley or H which is never something that happened to me before uh, so I have to think about it uh, and basically what I told them is I'm going to start kicking that can down the road because I have too much other shit going on <laughs> but like Love you, thanks for asking, and would like to make a note about it. <laughs> Weird, and I guess I have to think about it. <laughs> I love it. Not an invitation. Okay. Can I be a shock jock now? I, I don't think shock jocks ask. Oh, good point. You also need a like a crusty mullet, maybe. <laughs> I got a bad shave today. I'm upset about it. Okay, that's close. It's it's fine. I I just give me a hot take. I keep <laughs> I'm taking responsibility for my actions. That's the hot take. No, I keep saying this. Fuck. I've I've lived in a Spanish speaking neighborhood for a year and a half now and have made no efforts despite saying over and over again that I would like to learn Spanish. And uh I went to the barber today. I've had some skin irritation, so I've been growing out my shave a little bit. I went to the barber today to get it cleaned up because I'm going out of town this coming weekend. And I don't speak enough Spanish to be like, hello, sir. I would like this done to my hair. And so I was like a zero. I wanted to be a zero. And he, it was the same thing when we got my hair cut before the marathon where I kept being like, I wanted to be this. And like he did it and it was like, a one and a half and I was like no I would like it to be a zero and I'm like holding up a zero with my hands and was like really understanding it was it looked I mean it looked great and it felt great it just wasn't what I was looking for so I didn't want to be rude uh but I also didn't want to pay for it because it wasn't quite what I wanted so I was like no no like all the way not a fade a zero the whole thing just trying to like gesture and explain as best as possible and so he did like a little bit more 
And I would just like gave up because I was like extremely tired because I didn't sleep. And like the minute I got into the barber chair, I like half fell asleep where I was like so comfortable and was just like getting my head touched and was like, so (laughs) it's like, it's like a one for like an inch from my line down. And then it's like kind of a zero at the nape of my neck. And I'm just like, whatever. Here's my money. I just, I, (laughs) I just, I, I want to be believed, but I'm like, I want a zero. The whole thing is zero. Like, it doesn't need to be cool. It's hard to not look like you want to look. It doesn't need to be a fake. Like, and then at that point, I'm like, you know, I don't want to be a dick about it, but I really am like, let me get my phone and I will show you a picture of me with the haircut that I want. And so it's, it's challenging because I really do want to support someone in my neighborhood, but I also feel like both of the times I've tried to get my hair cut around here, I have not been able to articulate what I need, which is frustrating. So I'm, I'm frustrated at myself more than I'm frustrated at this person who's trying to cut my hair. But it's just like, it just feels really weird. And I'm pretty sure he messed up my line because I came home and brushed out my hair and like a bunch of like stray hairs fell out. And I, it could just be that like my bun was sloppy and he got like some stray fuzz that was kind of hanging down or whatever. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure he like tucked it around my ears in a way that I wasn't expecting, whether intentionally or accidental. Uh, but yes, that's that's my that's my shock jock bit about the barber. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go back to liberals? Liberals, man. (laughs) I, um, no, it's a, it's, it's weird to not, not look like you want to look. I've been still like figuring out how I want to deal with my new haircut because I haven't had hair like this in like, I don't know, 10 or 15 years. Uh, and that I had that shitty mullet for a while, but like this is like I had a haircut like this in like ninth grade, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's <laughs> I actually can do better with it now, and I have to trim it more, and it you know whatever. I uh, I can't just throw it in a wet braid and hope for the best. Yeah. Um, but I am packing up my things and going through everything, and I. Uh, went through a lot of my professional clothes uh which I haven't worn in years and years and years uh and are uh, a lot of uh some of you know the last few relics of things I had from high school that haven't completely disintegrated <laughs> and then like yeah there's a, a student teaching era like a college era of things uh. and then when I was actually teaching so it was weird to revisit like three different people I'm not anymore probably you know more than that but Mm. that's been really weird and I was it was good I finally stopped carrying around things that I've been carrying you know the having just in case for a long time Mm. so I feel good because I love getting to go through everything when I pack up and move I move a lot um so I like getting to go through everything and not you know carry extra but uh I finally have uh I had a big, I always call them Tupperware. I had a big Rubbermaid tote. I call them Tupperware, um, too. 
I think it was the middle of my last year of teaching. I was just like, well, guess I can not put a skirt or a dress on my body ever again mm-hmm. starting today. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day I just bought a, a huge Rubbermaid on the way home and I put them all in there and I didn't open it for like five years. Uh, and I maybe like once or twice I wore that skirt for my birthday this year, uh, which I know I mentioned on here because it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I went through all that today and it, now I have a very, very small little one, um, which is nice. Uh, and I feel really good about that cause it's been staring me in the face for a long time, mm-hmm. but it was also so incredibly taxing, uh, to go through, which I was not, part of me was expecting and part of me was not expecting. It was awful in ways I wasn't ready for. Part of it was really easy, too, which I didn't expect. You know, some of it I was just like, no, 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 no. Don't have to try it on. Don't have to look at it. Uh, but having a body is terrible because yeah. you have to be people can see you. Yeah. And it's it's tough, too, because it's like, and I, I, I think this is related to the time recently you wore the skirt where, like, people will say things. And in the best case of circumstance, it's like one acknowledgement one compliment and then it's over and then like worst case is that happens over and over and over again or like whatever um yeah same thing I wore um I have a I have a dress that I really like because it's like it's I guess empire waist is like right under your bust Mm -hmm. yeah so it's an empire waist um but like a super deep v so it's kind of like it has like a bikini top kind of like the v over your breast on each side but then like like full open chest full open back it's a v in the front and the back and like i love that look and i love that the skirt um it doesn't like sit on my hips really tight and it's super like Mm -hmm. it was like a hand-me-down from a woman i used to work with and she probably looked banging in this dress and i looked like fine in it um but i really liked it it's like one of the two dresses that I kept um when I got yeah, rid of all of mine I ha- everything I have left I really like which feels nice yeah. um and same with my professional wear yeah which is it was interesting because I could also see all of the phases I had gone through mm, for all mm-hmm. of those because I went through like you know um uh you know the the pattern legging and uh loose top phase yeah. like every elementary school teacher uh, <laughs> I was really really big on pattern pants and like yeah. a, a a blousey type mm-hmm. thing by the end when I was looking for something more neutral but I also had had a a period of time where I was really into like a more structured pant and a structured button down and like that's not my look that's not the kind of that's not the kind of gay I am um <laughs> And the same thing was there, you know, I had done, uh, you know, there was a while I was really wearing party girl dresses. There was a, a summer, the summer right after high school when I worked at uh, an arts camp uh, because this girl I was trying to impress did it. I also uh, decided I was only going to wear dresses all summer, uh, which was nuts. That's <laughs> crazy. Um, but like I, you know, have looked very, uh, I don't like femme. That's not what I mean. Yeah. Um, but have worn a lot of skirts and dresses and a lot of makeup and done that at different points in times uh, to be treated certain ways. Mm. Um, and I have also dressed uh, more, uh, I used to call it my teacher drag. 
um, because it doesn't feel like me. And it was nice that I have some things that hit either of those extremes now, but they're not, they don't hit the extremes, but they gesture towards each extreme now. Uh, and I find myself, uh, in a much more, not purposefully neutral middle, but I guess that's where I am. I've always worn, uh, you know, bigger layers in the winter. Yeah. Um, I love a big sweater. I love a, you know, but for professional wear, it's different. I finally, I finally dedicated a whole drawer in my dresser to overalls. (laughs) Um, that's a point of, a point of joy, uh, a light in the darkness. Amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I um I switched out. You inspired me. I there was nothing going on at work today, so I put on my like moody electronic sexy playlist, and it's only sexy because about three quarters of the way through, it takes a really horny turn. I've been I've been listening to party jams for three days straight. Inexplicable. So. I have not stopped listening to Pitbull, in with the exception of this this, this <laughs> horny playlist uh, this morning. I have not stopped listening to Pitbull. Um, I was texting a group chat uh, last week, and I was like, fuck you guys. I'm going to fully transition and become Pitbull, and you guys are going to have to deal with all of this. <laughs> That's your shock jock moment. <laughs> Mr. World Red right here. Uh, it's actually uh, Mix International now. Fuck <laughs> Get out of here. I telegraphed my own joke by tweeting it the other day because I think I'm fucking funny. funny. It's really hard being so funny. Because no one appreciates You're hot, I'm funny. No one appreciates me. Actually, that's I don't think that's true. I think you're hot and funny, and I'm just a supporting actor. <laughs> you just do all the work for the podcast. Yeah. I I give you a platform to be hot and funny. <laughs> um what we're talking about? I don't even fucking know. Who cares? Uh, being Pitbull. Um, uh, I <laughs> oh, I switched over all my about... clothes this morning. So, yeah, I, I bought some shorts this weekend, and they're patterned. I have to buy men's small, stretchy Bermuda shorts because my ass is too fat to wear girl shorts. I found a, a, a pair of, of dyke shorts from middle school, and they still fit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start yeah! wearing them again. Those, speaking of, of Bermuda shorts... Uh, these are great. They come down to my knees. They they hit my belly button and come to my knees, and they have I keep hitting They're things. They're from Aeropostale. I just, I just knocked my face against the microphone, and I'm frantically. Put it in your mouth. Ah. <laughs> ew, ew. It's so soft, though. That's so gross. It's fine. Um, every time I put my fidget cube in my mouth, I think of you now. So you're welcome. I hate that? I also is cut it, it out I... of the podcast so people aren't going to know what we're talking about. Is it? Is it? Because I said it's gross that you put stuff in your mouth. <laughs> it is gross, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, and I don't mean to shame people. It who, is, like, and I do. Do what you got to do, but like it is. So stop. Um. Yeah, I switched over all my clothes. I bought these Bermuda shorts, and they're like a dark blue, but they have a, a pattern, and it's like cockatoos cockatiels budgies budgies um budge budge and uh yeah so i guess i'm gonna be like a pattern short guy this summer i also i also thought i literally had no shorts you gotta get some vineyard vines what you gotta get some vineyard vines oh i do you're right um are you a fuck boy yeah you want a fuck boy 
on my my wingman spiel. Somebody kiss me, please. That's my wingman spiel for myself. I'm doing jazz hands behind you. That's pretty much it. Uh, so I, <laughs> I also cut this out of our last episode, but then refer back to it during our closing. I recently cut two pairs of jeans and a shorts and thought those were my only shorts for this entire summer. And then I unpacked all my summer clothes this morning and I have like eight pair of shorts that I my, don't remember last... buying last summer. And I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. My final pairs of cutoffs are like disintegrating. I love my cutoffs mm-hmm. and I've been wearing them until they wear through in the ass, I guess. Um, and now they're they're all gone. And oh, I'm so sad. That is sad. I have to make new ones and I need... I don't have pants that fit like that anymore. <sighs> I know. I get it. I bought some mom jeans at Forever 21. I wear mom jeans. They're fine. I mean, well, it's because they're, like, supposed to be, like, loose-fitting and chunky, and I'm... Well, that's... They fit my... <laughs> they fit my small waist and my big hips. Um, so... My athletic thighs, I think, is what they call my body type in the... Fashion. Dump truck ass. Yeah, what I mean to say is my dump truck ass. What Levi's jean says is an athletic thigh. <laughs> Eat shit. Um, no, I, I've been wearing them for a while now, and a, a very old woman complimented me on them not, not too recently. Uh, so, hot style. Hot style. Hot town summer in the city, baby. It's April 12th. All those memes were like, it's fake spring, don't be fooled. It's real spring. It's real spring. Um, This is the most... It popped the fuck off. This is the most spring I've had this early since high school. Um, And it is the only thing keeping me alive at this point. Ding, dang, Uh, dong. I've been tweeting the new... uh, The new developments of growth of leaves or flowers that i see on my drive to work every day it's such a good twitter thread because i need something to live for so uh i love my job so much uh because i get to plant things uh and watch them grow so that's been tight gonna see my tomatoes tomorrow tomats do you have names for your tomats can i name your tomats how many tomats are there i'm gonna name them right now thousands beefed well, I've been reading the Bible <laughs> for a podcast. Well, bless your heart. And the hardest part about reading the Bible for the podcast is all the names. Because they're all weird. Old I'm a jock now, too. Names. You're a shock jock, but I'm a farm jock. I'm incredibly muscular. RN. Tell me about your Bible names. They're really hard to pronounce. Sorry, I'm an interrupter. It's okay. And I just sit there and I laugh. So I feel like if we just listen back to the Bible cast, we can, um, I'll link it in the show notes so you can find it. I'm not going to name my tomatoes after Bible people. But some of them don't even do anything. Characters? Some of them are just like Yahoo, son of Yahoo, son of Yeehaw. And you're just like fucking (laughs) cool, dude. Literally, I just started reading the book of numbers and it's literally just like names of people and i'm like cool some of the varieties of stuff sound like weed nice like i i planted uh moon and stars super og watermelons the other day and i was like are you kidding that's incredible wow yeah 
So that's pretty good. Super OG watermelon. Same. Moon and, moon and star super OG watermelon. <laughs> Fuck me up. Blaze it. It's almost 420. It's like 835. No, it's April 12th. You stupids. <laughs> yeah, I know. You don't have to tell me. Uh, what are we gonna do for four? As the res- the resident the resident stoner on this podcast, you don't you do not have to tell me. What are we gonna um, do for four twenty? Are you are you kidding? No. Uh, do you mean us personally, or it's a Tuesday? Um, it's a Tuesday, or on the podcast. See, that's what I'm saying. Is you're looking, and I know. Oh, what are we supposed to do? Smoke weed. That's how it works. Well, I mean, I get that much. Stop asking stupid questions. But I don't have any weed. I don't. <laughs> I just want to celebrate. I just want to celebrate. When when will the drugs return to New York City? Oh! Itself. All I want is to do fucking coke, and there's no coke to be had. No, you. Well, I didn't. Well, okay. I don't know if there's no coke to be had. There, there must be drug do dealers coke somewhere. And fuck. What? Do coke and fuck. Yeah. It's what I heard. <laughs> it's the word on the street. I think I just said do coke a bunch of times in a row. Um, IDK. Yeah, life is a fucking nightmare, but at least we have this podcast. <laughs> I kind of like this format, just checking in. I'm sure. You're not getting anything else out of me. Not, so. not for every time, but... No, I'm I'm a little concerned about this, but we'll see. A little loosey goosey. I think it's fine. Um, I see, and then like I'm always like, it doesn't fucking matter because no one's listening except you, there are people listening now. Oh, and I spent 20 minutes talking about them so they can fucking deal with it. At us, suck my dick, fat. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other thing that I had kind of come prepared to talk about. And in a, in a really loose way, like I, I, but this conversation had more legs than I thought it did. Um, we had sort of tentatively couched this conversation in like a, a segue into representation, but it's been forty five minutes, and I genuinely want to keep all of this because I think it's all really great. Because I think we're really great, but um, I think something that I'm really struggling with related to this podcast is like I find myself in two worlds one of my queerness and one of straight people who understand where my politics are coming from whether or not we necessarily agree in full and there's a lot of discourse about the trans community in some of these kind of contrarian circles and it's really difficult to see things from both sides and feel like there's so much I want to say and not enough time to say it and I feel like I'm missing my opportunity to make a difference I feel like I'm missing my chance to say something or do something or um or something and uh, I think with representation you know they're like 
you know, people will say like, oh, it's too much too fast. Or like, is there an audience for all of this? Or, you know, does it really need, like, I don't care if it's a trans person buying a car. I just want to see an ad about buying a car. And I'm, and part of me like understands that impulse because like we talked about last week, part of me really like wants to get to a point in the world where it's not a big deal if someone is trans and buying a car in an advertisement um, but like we're clearly not there yet and I, I did just some some I'm, I'll link my sources in the show notes this was super super quick research so I want to couch that um, but I did find a few sources that uh, confirmed each other but they also all kind of reference the same thing so it's like if these are sources that all reference one bad source that's not really useful so just want to acknowledge that like I kind of pulled these stats up quickly um, a little bit earlier but like only 0.6% of adults in America, I think, or maybe that's the world. Um, I think America, see, I, I took a bunch of notes and none of them are actually useful. Um, but it's, it's about 0.58 or about 0.6% of the world population that's trans, um, which, like, is a challenging statistic because it's not always accounted for in, in surveys and on statistics and I, I think like again I would like to get to a point where we're not trying to keep track of all the trans people in the world I also think it could be an underreported number because people are closeted or are concerned about who they're talking to when they're reporting these things but um, so say comfortably think, we've got point, I, point I 0.6% percent. I think I've seen something closer to 2% recently I have also seen but that. I don't know if that's I have no basis at all I think this 0.6% is adults and I think the point... And adults who've reported. Yeah. So I think the 0.2% is um, uh, extending the age range. Mm-hmm. And I think probably takes some other things to account. I have also seen... Because um, that I was actually... That's kind of where my thought process started, where I was like, oh, 2%. Is that... That sounds right, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. So I was like... And I was trying to find some confirmation sources on that two percent and didn't see anything but what i saw consistently was that 0.6 percent um sure but i yeah i i saw that number also um but like what i really have to say is leave us the fuck alone (laughs) like man but there are some times where i'm like leave us alone leave us alone leave the kids alone leave the adults alone it's hard enough it's hard it enough and really like really hard enough it's really hard enough and this is my choice to put myself in a challenging situation every day one because i'm a masochist and two because i feel like there are things that i can get in a political space as a queer person that i can't get as a queer person from a political perspective and you're allowed to like put yourself in situations to have fulfilling experiences my guy i know but sometimes it makes me feel bad. <laughs> it, it do be like that. And I wonder why I'm forcing myself to suffer. And I feel like it's because I'm getting enough in these these one. And then, like, this is so cryptid and stupid. This is such inside fucking baseball. No one is going to. This is stupid. It's stupid that I'm talking about it. But really, what I have to say is leave us the fuck alone. Don't ask random trans people on the internet for their opinions about things. Talk to me instead. And, um,. I'm just, like, grateful for a new community of people, but I also, like, feel horrible sometimes. 
<laughs> and some of them may be listening, and and that's fine. But um, that's something that's on been on my mind is I feel like I want I want to make a difference, and sometimes I feel like I just don't have it in me because I want it to be perfect, and I want to be I want to be enough, and I don't feel like I'm enough, and that's part of the bad poetry I wrote this morning. But uh, ah. yeah, trying to change change the world. All right, I'm gonna um, take one moment to uh, filter all of the mush I have to say uh, in that you are wonderful. So <laughs> take that. Um, Taken. But also, um, you made me think a little bit about... Um, I hadn't considered at all um, being representation myself, mm. um, which is true. You both, tr- I meant in our the context of our podcast, uh, and now that I am thinking about it, it is something I have thought about a lot before, um, because um, especially when I was. Um, teaching i was not out at work at all mm-hmm. um which i hope we do talk about soon yeah um i thought maybe we would get there tonight but i don't think it's going to be tonight but i did no. say i texted you that we should do it next i think yeah um, i think so too um because i was just talking about oh my my teacher drag uh and part of that um part of why i was dressing so in the structured button downs and things like that was to try and signal and be you know make myself representation to these kids because I wasn't Mm. out at work and we'll talk about that later but like I did want to be good representation uh for the kids who did figure it out um and that was one way that I tried to show that I don't know was by looking real gay (laughs) uh but that but then also to you know uh I would love to talk about how I think it's really important that if you work with little kids, you have to, you know, be, be someone that they should be emulating and it's all modeling and this and that and whatever. But like, I wanted to be good representation for them, uh, which isn't something I had thought about really. So that's kind of cool. Um, but it also was challenging because like, it's hard to be, to know you are being representation. And like, I, had never had any intention of outing myself because then I would have been, you know, really representation and, and we can talk about that a different yeah. time, you know, next time I'd like yes, to actually, I have like a thousand stories that I, yes, yes, yes. yes make yes, that yes. connection mm-hmm. about uh queer at work and representation legitimately. And I don't mean illegitimately, but like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, out and not out. Um, but just, that's something I hadn't really considered. Yeah. So. Cause I, yeah it's difficult to try and try and structure how you would like to be perceived for a number of intents and then have it be interpreted a number of different ways that both are and are not what you want and overlap and intersect and all of that is difficult sometimes it is what you were trying to do but that's still not right right 
which is annoying. <laughs> right. And and it's just uh I'm so impatient. And I'm not a radical. I am sometimes. It depends. It depends on who you ask. Um It does depend on who you ask. That's the other thing is I have no idea what anybody thinks about me. Um no fucking clue. That's a that's the preferable. No, it gets me into a lot of trouble actually. Like I was saying, I'm a canceled man in some circles. <laughs> Fuck 'em. Let him well. try and cancel us. Ugh, okay. Sorry, that was like I no, hit, that's it. I hit that's it. That's where the, we are. I hit we the emotional are, wall. <laughs> I also have hit the emotional wall. We are doing our best, maybe. We're publishing this motherfucking podcast, so. How about this? If you're listening to this, Venmo a trans person $10. And if you don't know a trans person, go online and donate $10 to an organization. Um, We'll link some organizations in the show notes because you shouldn't just pick random ones <laughs> correct we'll pick them for you but also you should learn how to do your research and find things that and also if you don't know a trans person you a probably do and don't know it and b should meet some trans people also if you're listening to the show and you don't know us and we're not the people who qualifies the trans people you know god bless you welcome thank you for being here i love you i would kiss you on the mouth but i don't know you because you're listening to my show and i don't know you but literally the i'm not side kidding of that if we are the trans people you know, I would love if you Venmoed me $10. I'm literally not even fucking kidding. Please Venmo one of us $10. I really need it. Um, so uh, in six weeks, if I get some 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 mad money, it's actually know, it'll that, be two, it'll know be that I'm two, know that I'm gonna buy drugs with it. Two weeks from now, we have caught two up. To, we've caught up to ourselves. Two weeks from now, we've caught up to ourselves. Yeah. Fuck. Because <laughs> we have an episode coming out on Wednesday. Um, thank you uh, so much for listening. Um, we are grateful for you. Thank you, Litmatch, uh, for hosting us. Thank you, Leah, for doing our art, uh, our logo and things. Uh, Mary Helen for our episode release art. Thank you, Zach, for our theme music. Um, fuck I me. hope I've... Thank you for being my co-host. Thank you for being my co-host. And I hope everyone is doing okay, because we sure aren't. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Three, two, one.